this is Tim Westergren, the founder of Pandora. You're listening to Jay Berkowitz and the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing Podcast. Welcome to Episode 15. We have a great discussion with Andrea Nirenberg, author of Savvy Networking. We'll talk about search wars. We have some great call-ins and an awesome song of the week, so let's podcast. Welcome to the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing Podcast, featuring the latest strategies and techniques to drive traffic to your website and convert that traffic into sales. Now here's the CEO of 10goldenrules.com, Jay Berkowitz. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you very much for joining us for episode 15. We have a bunch of great call-ins. We got a really cool conversation with Andrea Nirenberg, who's just written a new book called Savvy Networking, 118 Fast and Effective Tips for Business Success. Andrea and I sat down and wrote the 10 Golden Rules of Networking, and we'll get that to that later in the show. In next week's podcast, I'll share a discussion with Sarah Caldecott. Sarah's the great-grandniece of Thomas Edison, and we'll talk about her brand new book, Innovate Like Edison, The Success System of America's Greatest Inventor. This week I'm off to Las Vegas for the Webmaster World PubCon. I'm going to be speaking about search marketing and podcasting on the Thursday of the show. So if you're going to PubCon, please get in touch and uh, let's meet up out in Las Vegas. It's an interesting week in the search community as PubCon and Search Engine Strategy Chicago are going head to head. Uh, the shows are both running next week and Search Engine Strategies or SES is the big traditional corporate search show. It's run by Incisive Interactive. And SES was the big dog on the search engine marketing street. But with the departure of Danny Sullivan and Chris Sherman, who founded the show, they created yet another competing series of events called SMX. And they had a big show in Seattle, and they have niche shows that look at search and travel and search and social marketing. So the PubCon guys thought they could go up against SES, and SES is taking place in Chicago. Now, PubCon has interesting roots. The show was originally a pub conference hence the name PubCon, and it's evolved from just being a meeting in a pub to actually being a full-fledged trade show and conference. And there was no earlier PubCon this year. Normally they do two shows a year, but there's only the one show uh, taking place in December. So it's really going to be a great show, I'm hoping, anyways. And and the real webmasters are there, Um, the real core guys who really are on the leading edge of what's going on. Of course, my handy M-Audio Microtrack will be close at hand, and I'll have some amazing interviews lined up. So stay tuned for show 16 or 17 if you want to know the latest about what's happening by the guys who are really doing search engine marketing. Now on December 13th, I'll be at the Specialized Information Publishers Annual Marketing Conference in Miami. And we have a special event lined up for that one as well. Avinash Kaushik is Google's analytics evangelist. And he's the author of Web Analytics, An Hour a Day. Really, really sharp guy. And he'll be joining us for a marketing meetup or a geek dinner that night in Miami. So if you're in the area, please get in touch with me as well. Um, Avinash is an amazing guy. I'd love to have you join us for dinner. He's a real expert on analytics and everything internet. And I promise a lot of fun. And we'll also roll audio that night and share that with you on an upcoming podcast. If this is your first 10 Golden Rules podcast, welcome aboard. 
Each week we're going to cover the latest in internet marketing and through a bunch of call-ins and interviews with leading experts we're going to try and make each other just a little bit smarter about how to use the internet for business, personal productivity and how to have a little bit of fun as well. If you like this podcast please go to iTunes. Click on the iTunes store and search 10 Golden Rules and you'll be able to subscribe to the show for free and every week when we get an episode out you'll get a new upload to your iTunes store. Um, we're we're going to cover a lot of leading edge stuff and you don't want to miss upcoming shows. We've got some really, really good things coming. The other thing is I'd absolutely love you to join the conversation. Call our free digital recording line anytime. This is just like leaving a phone message. The phone number is 206-888-6606. Go ahead and mention your website or your podcast, ask a, ask a question, and we'll play your comment on a future show. We've got a bunch of comments coming up. You'll see exactly how it works. But don't be shy. Give us a call. Join the conversation. 206-888-6606. Now this is just a sample of the song of the week, and it's an amazing mashup from DJ Zebra from Paris, and he mashes up Led Zeppelin and The Doors, and it's really, really cool. We talked about mashups in uh, show number 10, and we'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of the show. We had a really fantastic event this past week. We did it in partnership with the American Marketing Association. It was a full-day training boot camp and it took place in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And we we basically did a, an entire day of training on becoming a certified internet marketing professional. Now here's a call in we got from one of our attendees at the show. Let me get to that now. Hey Jay, it's uh, Leslie DeCruz. I just wanted to thank you again for the boot camp presentation earlier this month. I have to tell you, I've never gotten so much uh, in one day, you fully covered all the different angles of uh, maximizing your website, including podcasts and blogs and search engine optimization in a uh, fun, delightful uh, way. Definitely gave me a lot of food for thought. Definitely, in my mind, further cemented your reputation. And everybody should attend one of your um, your your webinars or uh, or one day seminars it's really uh, it's really worth it so thanks again all the best bye bye well thanks leslie thanks for joining the conversation see how easy it is to leave an audio comment on the show and if you're interested in an upcoming uh, marketing boot camp we have one coming up specifically on search engine marketing it's in fort lauderdale coming up this this coming February 2008 and look for information on 10goldenrules.com or just get in touch and we'll share information about the event. Next up is a call from our good friend Sean Collins. Hey Jay, what's up? This is Sean Collins from Affiliate Summit. It was great to see you at AdTech in New York City and I just wanted to call with a little tip. I um, I know once in a while you touch on video and there's one tool that's free out there that I, a lot of people I talk to don't know about. It's called TubeMogul T-U-B-E mogul.com and basically it's um, anybody who's uploading video if they just go to upload to YouTube this is a tool where you can actually simultaneously upload to YouTube and 11 other sites including 
MySpace, Metacafe, Yahoo, Rever, just um, really all the big video sites. And it's, it's all in one shot. You just enter in your, your title, your description, your tags, and it takes the same time as it does just to do it to YouTube. So it's, uh, it's definitely something that makes sense for anybody playing around with video. So check that out, and I hope you're having a great day. Take care. Sean's a great guy. He's the co-owner of Affiliate Summit, and he's the co-host of a great podcast called That Affiliate Thing, available on iTunes and Webmaster Radio. And Sean's also a very active affiliate. So Sean is all over video. He's totally getting into video. And you know if Sean's into something, that means it's probably selling a lot of products and probably getting a lot of traction. So definitely check out Tube Mogul. And um, anything Sean <laughs> recommends, I'm all over it. So we're going to be testing out some, little, uh, some more video stuff uh, coming up. Now this next call-in is really neat. It's from someone named Auction Wally. And he's an auctioneer. And here's, I guess, the first 10 golden rules auction wrap. Let's roll. Start a week down low at 10 and go. And would it go, could it go, should it go, $10 bell. I got 10 now, do you see 20? But a little more, it's only money. Go see the folks at 10 Golden Rules. Spotting up, they don't like fools. Just type in 10goldenrules.com. You won't have to sell that farm. Hey there, this is Auction Wally. And I just wanted to tell you about my new podcast, The Auction Wally Show. The only online show that's run by a genuine Yankee Massachusetts auctioneer. On my show, I talk about everything in the auction world, from old-fashioned live country auctions to them newfangled internet things, and just about everything in between. I'm out in central Massachusetts, available for hire. I also do speaking engagements and appraisal days. I wanted to take a minute to sincerely thank you guys for your great podcast and blog. I listen to the podcast the minute it comes out, and I check the blog often for reference. I just want to let you guys know that I mentioned you on my sites, auctionwally.com and auctionwally.blogspot.com, and I hope some of your visitors will tune into my podcast at auctionwally.libson.com. That's auctionwally.libson.com. Peace. Thanks, Auction Wally. Uh, what a fun call in. See how e easy it is to, to entertain and participate. We've got one more call in uh, Sarah from the Darden School of Business. Hi, Jay. This is Sarah Ellis calling from University of Virginia Darden School of Business. And I found the 10 Golden Rules of Podcasting very helpful. I just wanted to say thanks so much for your constructive criticism for our podcast, uh, the Darden Business Cast. We really appreciated it and love to hear from everyone. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Okay, as I mentioned on a couple shows, we've had a great amount of audio backed up. So I'm going to get right into a soundbite from the Interactive Marketing Association. And uh, this was a really good event all about social media. So let's go to the Interactive Marketing Association. So we're at the Interactive Marketing Association, and the topic tonight is social media. There's over 100 people. It's a great event. And I'm just going to ask my table at dinner who you are, where you work, and one really cool thing that's happening on the internet. My name is Tom Bosco. I uh, run the revenue and business side for MySpace Television, and I think the coolest thing going on right now is that we're about to launch a uh, show called Quarter Life, produced by Marshall Hershkovitz, that will run 36 episodes starting in November, and then will live on primetime television at NBC in February. Thank you. Alamed from uh, Kaplan, the education company. I work for the higher ed division. I'm in charge of uh, all online internet advertising. 
And one thing that I think is, is amazing, especially coming from the education side, is global communities. You know, it kind of ties into the topic that we're talking about today, or we're discussing today. I think it's phenomenal. I think it's just, it just opens up, you know, the universe. And I think that's phenomenal. Robert Palma with MySpace. I run the East Coast Sales. I think the coolest thing about the Internet right now is communities, user-generated uh, content. Uh, I mean, users are now being active players within the content that's being provided, and I think that is, that's awesome. Thanks, I'm Emily Pelosi with Office Depot, and I think the coolest thing on the Internet right now is global marketing strategies and uh, building a consistent message um, through different countries over and over again. My name is Jennifer Bove with MySpace, and I am the local Florida representative. And one of the coolest things... on MySpace in particular is the fact that we reach over 70 million unique users a month, which if you consider the fact that we didn't even exist a few years ago is mind-boggling. Well, thanks, everyone. we got a couple people taking the pass, and um, that's it. Okay. So we're here at the uh, Safima Nautical Networking boat cruise, uh, also called the Booze Cruise or Margaritaville, and um, just I'm just going to go around the table, tell me who you are, what you do, and something really cool you've discovered on the internet, either for business or personal productivity. Um, talk nice and close to the mics because it's pretty loud. You don't have to shout them. Uh, my name is Jeff Rosenzweig. I'm with uh, Director of Online Marketing for Boca Java. And uh, something that we've been experimenting with lately is uh, behavioral targeting. So we're real excited about the growth and expansion that uh, behavioral targeting is taking on the web. My name is Sandy Blaylock. I work for All Connect out of Atlanta, Georgia. And the coolest thing that I saw on the internet lately is the fact that Google's gone up to $700 a share. And if you had invested $10,000 in 2004, it would now be worth $83,000. Sweet. I'll just pass it along. Okay. My name's Tony Nagus, and I work for Lady of America Franchise Corporation, and uh, we have a franchise of ladies-only fitness centers, but I would say that the coolest thing that I found on the internet uh, today, actually, is a company called Sapio.com. Sapio has an online ad builder where your clients can actually go in, and if you create ads online, they can go in, customize pictures, headlines, and... um, if you have a client base that you're providing marketing materials for, you can actually do all of this online in real time. So sapio.com is a client that we're using right now, and um, they're actually working out really well for us. Okay. I'm Joyce Lewis-Bass. I'm Vice President of Sales and Marketing Visionomics in Boca Raton, Florida. And there's so many cool things on the Internet, it's hard to pick out something special but uh, I was at a Safima meeting, and I was introduced to Second City, and I'm having a lot of fun traveling around that site. Haven't, haven't joined it yet, but I'd like to visit. Hi, I'm Laura Park with PrivateScubaLessons.com, and the whole Internet marketing phenomenon still always blows my mind. Um, how people shop with the internet versus the yellow pages today. It, it's just unbelievable. People just 
That's how they shop now. They don't go to the yellow pages. They go to the internet. And to go underneath the water, that's how most of the people find me. They go to the internet, they type Google MSN or Yahoo and type in private scuba lessons and up I pop. And it's just a phenomenon how that works and uh, I'm very blessed to have a, a business that's on the internet and doing well. Hi, this is Beverly. I'm, I'm with Web Promote and we're a pay-per-click advertising company. And um, I think video is a really hot thing right now. Being able to see people and connect with them in that way is exciting and a great way to get your message out there about your company. Um, you can learn that way and people can learn about you and it's just, everything is just so exciting. Hey, how are you? My name is Martin Olasco. I run a marketing company that is called SCI all over Latin America. We, we do marketing all over Latin America. And I would say that advert gaming is something that is shaking me because uh, we are doing a lot of things with advert gaming in order to generate uh, brand awareness and get interest in, in your brand. So I, I love that. Thanks. Hi, my name is Dina Adams, and I work with Monster Worldwide. And I think uh, probably the biggest way the Internet has affected my life is that my past two jobs that I found, I found through the Internet. I worked for Monster, actually, and I found my job with Monster on Monster. So um, other than that, I also enjoy communicating uh, for free to my friends in Brazil via Skype and webcam, and that's... Uh, probably the second biggest thing that the internet has done to affect my life. Bye. Hi, this is Sherry from Extreme Halloween and Annie'sCostumes.com. I'm the co-owner, vice president, and director of marketing, and uh, have lots of titles over there. And one of my favorite things that I do on the internet is blog. I have personal blogs and blogs for my business where we promote Halloween fun, costumes, and all different cut types of things, and um, I really like to block. Hi, my name is Gina Balcom. I work for Mixer, Mixer.com. Spell it too, Gina. It's M-Y-X-E-R, and um, Mixer is basically a mobile content delivery platform, but we also have the website Mixer.com where people can go to to mobilize their content. And when we say people, we talk about organizations, brands, bands, everyday consumers. It's basically allowing them to take their content, whether it be um, audio, video, or uh, pictures or images, and allow users who may come to their site to download very easily and quickly to their mobile phones um, that content. So at the end of the day, it's just mobilizing content in a very seamless and um, simple fashion, just very quick. Great, thanks. So my name is Alan Sokin from Health Grades. We are the um, leading provider of information on doctors, hospitals, and nursing homes uh, across America. And the one cool thing that I use on the internet is Google Earth. I find that the most helpful thing to find my way around um, when I'm traveling. Thanks, everyone.
Well, what what an interesting amount of content. We uh, went everywhere from um, ladies only fitness in Boca Java to Monster to Halloween to Mixer to Google Earth. So thank you to everybody at the Interactive Marketing Association events and um, I hope everyone gets a chance to hear themselves on 10 Golden Rules. Next up is our amazing conversation with Andrea Nirenberg. She's the author of three networking books she is absolutely the best. She's an amazing high-level keynote speaker. We sat down during AdTech New York and drafted the 10 Golden Rules of Networking. So if you're one of those people who gets a whole bunch of butterflies, if you know you're going to a networking event, here's a bunch of tips on how to handle it and how to further your, your personal enjoyment and your career by networking correctly and taking advantage of the best opportunities from networking. And since we're doing a 10 list, let's kick things off with our top 10 music and then get into the discussion with Andrea Nirenberg. Today's with Andrea Nirenberg and she's the first person I ever saw who really connected with me about the importance of networking and uh, I read her book, Nonstop Networking, after seeing her at the American Marketing Association and um, have been a big fan and subscribed to her newsletter. And She does a great job staying in touch. And so I want to welcome Andrea Nirenberg and introduce everyone. And Andrea, tell us a little bit about your background. Thank you, Jay. I've had my own consulting business now for the last 14 years. And basically what I do is talk what I walk, if you will, and or walk the talk. I teach people how to create word-of-mouth advertising for themselves. I just call everything networking. So as I always say, networking is a misunderstood word. The opposite of networking is not working. Every time you meet someone, you can actually learn from them and be a resource. It's about giving first. And what I've done from that is created a whole consulting group. I've written three books on networking or relationship marketing. And I also do workshops, keynotes, etc. So I read the book Nonstop Networking. How to Improve Your Life, Luck, and Career. What are the other two books? The other book is Million Dollar Networking, How to Find, Grow, and Keep Your Business. And you might think, well, how is that different? Well, what Nonstop was was a basic step-by-step -step approach that networking is life and really breaking it down into bite-sized pieces. But then people said to me, tell me more. I want to know how to do everything, how to find your business, how to grow it, and how to keep it. So basically it's divided into those three chapters, if you will, or three sections. That's, that's, million, dollar that's networking. million Dollar Networking. And there's a brand new book that's out right. this brand week. Brand is called Savvy Networking, 118 Fast and Effective Tips for Business Success. Now, you might say, why that? Because people then said, I want bite-sized sound bites. You always talk about sound bites, Andrea, when you're giving a speech or a workshop. So this is it. You can get on a plane in New York by the time you're in Florida. You've already got three or four tips to put into action now. Again, they're all on relationships. My brand is the word networking. And networking, I know, is sometimes not cons considered a positive word. It's a misunderstood word because it's really relationship yeah, let's, building. Let's talk about that for a minute. I grew up in Canada, and I think networking is a swear word in Canada. <laughs> it's the old boys' network. It's like the old English system. Tell me why networking is can be so powerful and, and why the word is improperly tagged as, as a bad thing. 
Okay, well, the reason it's bad, it's been improperly tagged is because it's all the people that are what I call negative networkers, they only want to get from you. They, they think they can sell, get, and create whatever they want without first building trust, friendship, collaboration, advocacy. And without those things, you have nothing. So the reality is the reason it's so powerful, it's the way we do life, it's the way we do business. If I said to you, Jay, think about um, where you live in your neighborhood. Did somebody maybe that you met refer you to that neighborhood? Or where you've gone on vacation with your wife? Or places you've gotten involved with? You'll be like, a friend told me, a friend told me, or whatever. Or how do we hire people because someone recommends somebody? We use vendors that we like and respect and trust and know will follow up. This is all networking. We just don't call it that. That's great. And I know we're going to have to get very quickly into the ten, what, what we're going to call the 10 golden rules of networking. Andrea and I, um, Andrea was kind enough to come down and meet me at, at the uh, Hilton in New York. I'm, I'm down here for the Ad Tech Show. And we spent about half an hour brainstorming what we're going to call the 10 golden rules of networking. And Andrea has 118 tips in her savvy marketing. But we, we stripped it down to 10 that we thought together were very, very important. Um, I want to talk a little bit about what you call a self-brand. Because that was very important, and that really connected with me in your, in your talk when I saw you about three and a half years ago now. As I always say, if you're in the grocery store of life, why would somebody pick you up off the shelf? Are you new and improved, repackaged? What are you doing to get the competitive ed? And you think about what brands you like that are out there. And I say this in every speech or workshop. And then I say, what do you remember about that brand that you like? Reliable, dependable, consistent. You can do the same thing with yourself. How do you create your what I call your unique selling propositions about yourself? Continually upgrade them. Always improve. I always say the biggest room in the world is the room for self-improvement. But if anybody asks me what my biggest brand point is that I have, it's follow-up skills. After all is said and done, much more people will say than do. So figure out what it is that you want to be known for and how you want people to remember you. And then be able to create that so that everyone around you can always say, yes, she's the one that does that, he's the one that does that. And make sure to say thank you to every single person who ever refers you, even if you don't get the business. So we talked a lot about your books. What is it that you do? And and talk about your core business. What I do is either give keynote speeches about my business, about creating these variables on the word networking and presentation skills, how to come across, which also goes into time management, management skills, you name it. It's all linked do workshops and do a lot of consulting and I have people that work with me not for me with me on big projects where I need to have teams come in all these are entrepreneurs in their own business or other trainers that I hire virtual experts that's awesome we're all virtual experts okay great so I think let's just get into the 10 golden rules because we spent a lot of time on this and you're going to get a chance to talk about all the things you're talking about so um the and, and as I mentioned before, we just brainstorm these together, and uh, it sort of sums up a lot of your philosophy. So the first one is giving first. Do you want to talk about that? Absolutely. Give first, because what happens is people will be open to you if you first give to them. And I mean, I see this all the time. I always say to somebody, how do I know when I'm speaking to somebody? You might want to meet. Tell me more about yourself. Or maybe by learning and listening, you learn so much about them. But give first, because no one's going to give you anything until first you give to them. But that's unfortunately not the way the negative networkers see it. They just want to get, not give. And I use that line, give without remembering, receive without forgetting. So never get anything before you, you always, whenever you get anything, send a note, send a thank you, call them, whatever you do, no matter what. But give without remembering. Don't say to somebody, you owe me one now. That's what negative networkers do. 
I love that line. Give without remembering, receive without forgetting. And you talked earlier a lot, a lot about the importance of thanking those who, who did something for you and, and, and remembering the people who did the favors for you. You know, I learned this rule from you, and I thank you so much because I always uh, explain to my team, you really, when we go to these networking events, your job is not to give out the business card, not to tell people what we do, not to tell them about 10 Golden Rules. Your first job is to find out why are they there. You know, why is someone at an American Marketing Association event? Are they there? Are they looking for a job? Are they looking for a date? Are they looking for business opportunities? And if you can help connect two people, connect someone on a job, it's incredibly powerful. There was a young woman, she came to her first American Marketing Association event, and she was new to the market, and she was looking for a job. And I connected her with the three ad agencies that I thought would be a good fit for her. She took the first job. She didn't love it. She had two offers. She, she switched out and went to the second job. And she's been there for three years. And I think you know, she's had a real loyalty to me in different programs we've done, continues to refer me business opportunities because I gave with, with no expectation of, of getting. And that also goes back to what we were just talking about is because she's loyal to you because you gave and you helped her and now she gives business back to you. It's amazing. So the second rule you, you said was to listen. Explain why that's an important rule in networking. Okay, people here, they don't listen. If we were do, if we were in a workshop right now, and I said to you, right now, we'll do this exercise together. Make a fist. Oh, uh, uh, I have to work hand. for this one. Yes, yeah. you know, put your fist on your chin. Jay, is that your chin? Okay, beautiful. So as you and I, know, that doesn't play as well in audio because right. Andrea put her fist on her cheek, and I had to stop on my way to my cheek to put it on my chin. Absolutely, but what happens is because people will follow the leader, they'll listen more with their eyes than it's they like do with their ears. like a game of Simon Says. Exactly, but the, create, the real person who knows that hearing and listening are two different things, we hear. I thought, well, I heard her thing say that, but what did she really say? But they watch, follow the leader. It's the same thing. It's like, if you think about it, if you really listen to somebody, they'll tell you exactly how to communicate and connect with them. But listening is not easy because you have to turn down the voice up here in your head saying, what do you want to say? So what, what should you be listening for when you, you meet new people and you're trying to develop relationships? Listening to what, listening with your ears on when, they, when you ask them a question, how they respond, what they say they do, not just a title, but if they give you their 20-second introduction when it says, I actually do this, what do I do? Watch their body language. So this is where you listen with your eyes on some things. But don't be thinking about what you want to say next, which is why people forget people's names or forget what somebody just told them because we're too busy sometimes thinking about what we want to say instead of listening to the other person. And everything's valuable information and vital information, which we forget. But when I learned something about you today that you taught me something just recently on optimization that I didn't know before, I could be talking to someone 10 minutes later tonight when I'm at a presentation and say, you know, I just met somebody who does this. You might be interested in talking to them. So if we listen to people, we learn things. And it's so, much, it's so nice if I can say I just spoke to somebody who wrote an article on that, who does that. That's what it's about. So golden rule of networking number three is follow-up so so important talk about follow-up and what people should do like i'm, I'm going to go home from ad tech with a, a an inch and a half stack of business cards what what's my next step and what's the important part of follow-up good point about that because after all is said and done more is said than done so i know a lot of times when i go to a conference too instead of getting a lot of cards i i really my goal is to get every day if i'm at that conference and i know this could sound small but really maybe up to 10 
cards that I know that I want to learn about the person, find out what they do, understand, and also f- figure out if there's any way that we could have some kind of connection. Now, it may be that if I, but if I get 100 cards, I will go home and I will make sure I send a note. Now, a lot of people know that I'm very email-oriented, of course, like we all are, but I ask people their preferred method of communication. I also write handwritten notes. I'm still a huge believer of the power of the note. 41 cent investment plan. I love the note. <laughs> I know, and I'm a believer. I still do it. So if you spent some time with me and we sat together, whatever, I would write you a note. But you know what? Another tip I give people about conferences, and I'm going to tell you right now, Jay, before you leave New York, you ought to go to post anywhere and get postcards of New York. And when you go home, send postcards to all the people that you want to start your relationship with and just say, we met last week at the conference in New York. Next, this week I'll be sending you some follow-up material. Because they'll go home, they'll get their mail, and they'll be like, New York, I was just there, or I was at this conference. It's going to separate you from everyone else if you do that. I mean, it's just a little thing. But that's great. No, that's really good. Is, no matter what, just follow up. And not just follow up. Because I met you at that conference, you've now given me an opportunity for one of our other golden rules, which I know is, is, is uh, one of the other ones, is find creative ways to stay on people's radar screen. I go back and say, you know what? I got to the Florida conference that I met Jay because of Lisa Marizio Smith at the DMA. I'm going to call her. And also because of the Dunhills, who I know that are in Florida, I'm going to call them. And, I mean, all of a sudden, what do I do? I find a creative way to stay on someone's radar, just say, hi, how are you? Just wanted to say hello, and guess who I reconnected with? That's, that's fantastic. So that rule is stay on people's radar creatively. creatively. I, I just want to share one of my tips on follow-up is, you know, you definitely get the, the givers who give you a lot of business cards. So, you know, I, I, I'm going to have a whole bunch of given business cards. At the end of the day, I sort them into A's, B's, and C's. The A's are the ones that are, are what you called your list of 10 people that you really think you want to stay in touch with. Um, I look for connectors, people who are going to connect me to a lot of opportunities. And I look for those giving opportunities, people who were specifically wanted to read one of my articles or hear one of my podcasts. I send them the link I promised to send them. The B's I try and get to, uh, and the C's just go into the database, and, and the folks at the office handle that for me. They card scan them and just add them to our, my, my Outlook database, and if they wanted our newsletter, our newsletter database. That's the next one, really, which is database. Talk about, beyond what I said, how, how people should build and maintain and, and nurture their database. One thing I do is I use Microsoft Outlook, but I add fields to it. And then what I do is, like, I will have on everybody's in my notes category. I just keep writing notes all the time. I learn things about people over time. And I have something called 28 Things to Know About Your Prospects and Clients and Friends Over Time. You know, just things where, about... Where do you find the 28 things to know about clients? I made them up things about, Have like... Have you written it, though? Uh, yeah, I've written it, yeah, I've written it, and I can send you a copy of it and everything, because I actually, um, it's, I use it in a lot of my workshops, and but it's things that, you know, what are their hobbies? What are their interests? You know, what are some of the places they go on vacation? Things that are not always work-related, where you also can find connectors and connects, you know, no, where they go to no, school. Now, I want to know, was I in your outlook? Did you look it up before this meeting? I have to tell you, you were in my outlook, and I know that we met at the Florida conference, and I knew I've always been looking at your sites and everything, and I, I think of you, when I hear golden rules, I think of Jay, always. Great, so, so you, you tagged a few things in the notes section of Outlook, absolutely. and you had a reference point. Exactly, That's and great. Then another thing I do, though, is low-tech, and I tell people it's my own low-tech way of doing it, is as I know things more about people like birthdays, holidays, anniversaries, happy or sad things, whatever month that is, I have for each month, like a just a, um, a Microsoft, uh, not, I'm sorry, 
um, a document, and I just will put people in there, and I'll say, I have to go back, I'll go back to my database, say, what was it in November that I need to get back in touch with so-and-so? Okay, that was the day somebody had a passing or something like I will write a note or send an email or say I'm thinking of you when you track that low text that's great um, no, rule number five is to create advocates what's um, to talk about that that strategy it's everything it's how you get referrals it's how you get referrals it's how you get contacts business it's like it's much better when someone else brags about you and says you're great and that you follow up or you'd be the best person you can be the best but if you say it it's bragging if someone else says it's credibility and it's the thing is but in order to have those lines of advocates you've got to give and I find in the course of a week I must be every day giving making email introduction I say to people here's some you may have some you may have some synergy I don't know if you will but it's two good people talking together for 10 minutes so go see if you have something and I never people will say oh I owe you one no you don't owe me one because you know what if you two connect that's great now here's my criteria though to create connections with other people I have to be people I know trust know will follow up and be a good reflection back to me after all that go do it you know my point is because again things have a way of coming back over time when you don't keep score that's great i'm with you on the people who don't follow up you know if i refer someone a lead or something and and they don't follow up they maybe get a second chance but i I rarely will give them a third chance if they're not going to make me look good so we we will skip over stay on people's radar creatively because we did that Nurturing relationships and the online opportunities, Absolutely. Facebook and LinkedIn, you want to talk about those two parts of nurturing relationships. Right, and I'm on those sites and everything, and I find a lot of times that people, it's after I've been on them for a while, that, they, that there's ways of really uh, referring people and helping other people, and people will say, who do you know here, whatever, and if I know people, it's a wonderful way, or I'll send my, an article I wrote, or somebody will say, may I post this article and send it to other people on Facebook or whatever, which is great. So I say use those those um, social networks in all kinds of ways. But one of the other ways I nurture my networks online, my own, is I send articles. I send emails to people. I send, um, you know, anything that we can do now that the web offers us, as you know, more than anyone, so many opportunities. But there's so many articles and books and quotes and there's something or a website I might see and, and you do already today gave me four or five that I can just now go back to. This is something that if we weren't sitting face to face, you could email me and just say, here, this is, I've traveled around the world to some countries without ever speaking to my clients because what happened is they sent me, we got to know each other online. We found out they wired money. That was one important thing. They sent my ticket. I knew I was in good hands, but I didn't speak to them. It was all everything online. That's great. So tip number eight is to pace yourself. And and that's, I can't wait to hear this one because you always feel so much pressure to be doing so much with your your network. How do you pace yourself? One thing I always say, if you do two things at once, you do neither well. So when you try to do everything, you'll do nothing. And a lot of times when people hear me speak or something, they'll be like, I see, I watch people's faces of exhaustion or this is so much work. And I said, if you try to do everything at once, it will be a lot of work. I say, if you don't even keep your database or your client list or your contacts, then start with five people. 
start with five people and just put them in and start to think over time what can I learn more about them or who can I can I go back and thank them for something or just start small or if you're going to go to an event don't try to meet everyone at the event I, and I am a huge believer quality versus quantity go with the goal in mind I'm going to meet two people and if I learn about them and find out what they do and just say oh it's really nice to meet you and maybe have a contact afterwards have lunch I, I call it my 222 strategy go to at least two meetings meet at least two people and have two follow-up meetings don't do everything at once because if you do you'll get frustrated you'll say it doesn't work and you will you'll go back to zero yeah that's a great tip that i probably read in your book because i follow that i in, it, it, when i go to a, a networking event now I, I i really go for quality conversations you know i i all this week i probably spent 15 or 20 minutes talking to one person who was interesting and had something of value and, and interest not the, not the people just trying to get, get, get. No. However, can I just jump in for one yeah. second? And you're 100% right. But I do remember something that I always think of. Even if I know that there's the getters out there, which there are, I'll be nice and I'll show respect, which I'm sure you do too, because you never know who knows who. And the idea of just to be nice. My dad, who's up in heaven, always said to me, give everyone you meet a smile and a handshake and just be open. You know what? But as soon as somebody starts, I, I know exactly what you mean. I just give, do my exit strategy which is, it's been so nice talking to you, and thank you so much. And if there's ever an opportunity, I'll let you know. Thank you. So that's good. That's a very direct exit strategy. I'm a little more subtle. Like, i got to go to the restroom, got to get a drink, got to... No, if, they, if you say i got to go to the restroom, got to get a drink, I've had people say, great, I'll go with you. Yeah. So, no, you... Well, that's a, that's maybe that's a women's thing. <laughs> yeah, so I have to tell you, so what happens If a guy is, wants yeah, to go yeah, to the yeah, restroom... No, no, I know, I know, I understand, I understand. But my point, point is... Um, <laughs> you got a bigger yeah, problem. I know, exactly. But my, my point is, I always say to people, you, it's okay to have exit strategy. You know, Jay, I'd really love to continue the conversation, or thank you for sharing so much information about that and thank you so much and let me have your card and perhaps there might be an opportunity down the road if there is I'll be in touch thank you yeah and it's really important to give yourself permission to exit well, I say and my first book is you give yourself permission to do all these things because a lot of people get hung up on the fact that, oh, my, I'm pushy, I'm doing this. You're not. You're is just it rude or is it inappropriate? But you're, it's only inappropriate and pushy and rude if you're trying to get something. If I go to with an event or talk to people about learning, finding out what they do and maybe finding a way to give something to them, and people say, well, what if I don't have anything to give? You can just give your ears by listening to people. People love to be listened to, so you that, are giving. That's great. So we're, we're staying on pace. Number nine, if you're not on time, you're late. Right, exactly. The reality is if you're on time, you're late because get there a little early. And yeah. that's to an event. I got it wrong, and there's a few people who know me well who are laughing, right? Yes. No, if you're on time, you're, on, you're late. Because, and somebody very wise told me that once. He said because you get there first so that you can just sort of feel comfortable, be in your own relaxed you know, mode, if you will. If this is an event or a luncheon or any kind of meeting, be a little bit early so you don't have to get there and just be like, come down, if you will. So I always learned that. It was a great lesson. And I'm going to use that in one of my classes coming up on dining etiquette, how to entertain your clients, which isn't just about the place setting. It's also about when to start talking business, when to start communicating, how to meet and greet. But so important. And watch how many people don't arrive on time. Wow, I hope you record that one. I want to hear that one. Oh, it's going to be good. And number 10, we have a, a good one for number 10. Networking is life, 24-7 awareness. 
it is life. If you think about it the way I talk about, it's relationship building, it's communications, it's connecting on all sorts of levels. Just having that awareness. I mean, there's not a day that goes by that I don't see something in the Wall Street Journal, the Times, or any of the newspapers or the trade press online, watching the news on TV or something that doesn't say to me, ah, email that person, call that person, send a note to that person, and boom, 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 you just do it. But it's like... Just being knowledgeable about things gives you Taking such action is so important. And no. when, you, when you see that article, you don't think you're going to do it later. No, I have to give you one tip, 11th tip. Don't just think it, ink it. Put it into action. After all is said and done, that's, like I that's said a great before, saying. people think it, but they don't put it into action. Execution is where it's all about. Okay, so quick review. The, the brand new 10 golden rules of networking. <laughs> Number one is giving first. Give without remembering, receive without forgetting. Number two is listening, listening with your ears and with your eyes. Number three is follow up, um, get it into a database, which is number four. Create advocates, people who are passionate about you and what you do. And, and you really reward those people too, don't you? All the time. And whether it's just a, a, a note or a gift from Tiffany's depending on the size of, of the gift that they gave you. You know what? I believe all the time that it's just so important. And I'm it's amazed great. how many people don't even say thank you to people. <laughs> so, I mean, it's amazing when you get a note. At the very least, get that email out, right? And then the handwritten note and the gift for the people who really come through for you. Stay on people's radar creatively. Different ways to do that and using things like Facebook and LinkedIn to just stay in touch. And um, You used your uh, physical calendar to notate major events in people's lives nurturing relationships online very great opportunity with Facebook and LinkedIn and, and different online tools uh, pacing yourself staying regular and, and not trying to do it all the two, 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 what was the 2-2-2 rule? Right. Meet, if you go to an event meet, set a goal to meet at least two people learn about what they do so that you can um, have two follow up meetings and also um, learn two things from them learn two things from two people and follow up two follow-up meetings and if you get and the thing is if you remove a lot of the pressure if you're not trying to meet everyone at the event you're only trying to meet two people then you can start having fun once you have two 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 follow-up meetings booked and the reason most people get overwhelmed and don't follow up and they bring their cards back and they go into drawers they get crazed so i always say less is more and again make it quantifiable for yourself because if you say yes to everyone you say no to yourself you go into burnout and you won't follow up and the oh number nine, if you're on time, you're late. So you get there early, get get yourself settled, get focused, and and leave time for networking. Some of the best networking happens before the event, right? Exactly. And number ten, networking is life. It's twenty four seven awareness. So we're always networking. If we look at it the way my philosophy that it's all about relationships, people, communication, learning. That's what we do every day. We just don't call it networking. It's such a great opener at these type of networking events to say, you know, what are you hoping to achieve here? Because then you fi- I, f- I find out exactly why they're there. Their, their defenses are down, mm-hmm. and then you can follow up, and, and if, if you can, connect them with someone who can. Absolutely, and that's it. Another way I open up a lot of presentation or speeches is I say networking is a misunderstood word. How many people, when they hear the word, think of it as a negative word, and why do you think that way? And it usually comes up, people want, they want to get something. It's all about me, 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 instead of giving to the other person. All right, well, thank you so much for making the time and coming down to see me, Andrea. Maybe if you don't mind closing out with where people can find you and 
your company and, and buy your books. Oh, thank you so much, Jay. Very simply, uh, my website is selfmarketing.com. That's one place people can always find me. or And then they can get to my e-zine and my blog, which is the Niren blog. And they can always email me. I mean, I'm very good about returning my emails because I'm the queen of follow-up. So it's Andrea N at selfmarketing.com. Andrea N at selfmarketing.com. Andrea, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to see you again, and let's uh, stay in touch more frequently. I would love it. Thank you so much, Jay. Okay, so that's our conversation with Andrea Nierberg. What a valuable piece of audio. I'm going to be listening to that a couple more times myself. And we're going to close out today with our song of the day. Let me just remind you, if you're going to be in Vegas for PubCon or if you're coming down to Miami for SIPA, the Specialized Information Publishers Society meeting, please get in touch. And um, please call in. Please join the conversation. You heard a bunch of call-ins on the show so far. Let us know what you're up to. If you're launching a new project, if you have someone we should interview, love to hear from you at 206-888-6606 or email us podcast at 10goldenrules.com. That's podcast at 10goldenrules.com. Now, on episode 10, those of you who listened way back then, um, you remember we featured a couple of amazing mashup songs. And mashup is the term for an internet technology that mashes together two websites to form a new function. We, we featured a site called MoreMap that mashes together Google Maps and local movie listings and local radio stations. And mashups in the music business is when you mash together two or three different songs. So if you like what we play today, I'll also check out number 10 where we mashed up DJ Mole's ACDC and the B-52s and we mashed up so-called's traditional klezmer and hip-hop. So next up is an artist called DJ Zebra out of Paris, and he's going to mash up The Doors and Led Zeppelin with a song called Breakthrough Love. Big thank you to DJ Mole for permission to play the song. You can find him at myspace.com slash zebramix, and links to, are in the show notes, including a link to a really cool live YouTube video of DJ Zebra mashing up U2 and um, a number of other songs. So check it out, and here's DJ Zebra with Breakthrough Love. Have a great week, everybody. Next, from PodCamp Vegas.
pleasures here We chased our pleasures here I'm gonna give you my love We chased our pleasures here Shake that thing, miss We chased our pleasures here Shake that thing, young Shake that thing, miss Thank you for listening to the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing podcast. Please send comments and questions to podcast at 10goldenrules.com. That's podcast at 10goldenrules.com. Or use our call-in line 206-888-6606. Blaster.